Have you ever wondered how some people get so much done every day? In today's episode, we talk to Greg Jung, a realtor and investor, about his experience in reading The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Morning routines are key and will have you getting more done by 8 a.m. than most get done all day. Join us as we discuss the impact this book has had on our morning routines, overall productivity, and the financial results that came from it. Welcome to the Delve Into Money podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. This is the personal finance podcast where we attempt to demystify money by reviewing books and applying what we learn to our own financial journeys. Thank you so much for joining us today on Delve Into Money. Today, we are on episode number 13, and we are talking about the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. This book was written in 2012, and the intent of this book is that it explains the techniques that Hal Elrod used in the aftermath of his near-fatal car accident. He used this system, six critical steps that he took every morning to jump start his day and lead to a more fulfilled life. I apologize here for some of the audio differences, had a few issues, so I had to re-record a few things. So let's talk about Greg Jung, our special guest, real quick. Greg Jung is one of the best-selling authors that wrote the book, Success Habits of Super Achievers. There are also lessons in this book by Darren Hardy, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, Kyle Wilson, and so many more. This book is a book that each person that contributed this book contributed one chapter. And the other things that Greg does is Greg runs... Uh, his company called Seven Figure Capital. He is based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and he focuses on uh, real estate and real estate investing. And so in a future episode, we will talk a little bit more about that side of it. So let's jump right into Greg's story. Greg has a story just like many of us, but he moved forward and got amazing results. But before we talk about those results, I want Greg to talk about his before. It was one of those things I was working a uh, cubicle job, you know, here in Phoenix. And um, I just wanted more out of life. And I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I said, there's got to be more to life than this, you know, than working in a cubicle. I really wasn't making a lot of money back then. I was working for the local county out here in Phoenix. Notice what Greg is hitting on here. Greg is not happy with where he's at. When we're unhappy with where we're at, we need to take action. Moping or being down on ourselves isn't going to solve our problem. So let's continue on with Greg. What did he do next? And um, just, you know, started talking to people and um, trying to emulate people that, you know, I seemed, uh, you know, to have in my life that were successful and really loved what they were doing. So kind of whittled down to uh, real estate and 
Um, you know, now I have my real estate license, a business and a portfolio of uh, real estate investing. So, um, you know, either way, it worked out pretty well for me. I can't complain. Again, notice what Greg did here. Instead of moping, he surrounded himself with people that he could learn from. You have these people in your network, even if you don't think. Greg got to a point where he was willing to ask the difficult questions that sometimes we're each too hesitant to ask. If you realistically or actually don't have these people in your network, we are in a beautiful day and age. There are a ton of great resources online. If you have the courage and are willing to step up, most people online are extremely nice and willing to help. And there's a lot of things out there that you can pay for. You can pay for the knowledge that someone is going to provide. You can pay for all of the mistakes and steps that they've taken and be able to get to their spot without actually having to make those mistakes yourself. Now, I'm not telling you to go buy a course and just go after it because there's a lot of bad courses out there. But I am telling you to have courage and take the steps that you know you need to take. If you've not taken those steps, I can guarantee it is because you are not desperate enough. Next, I asked Greg what he liked about real estate investing, and his answer was super interesting, something I absolutely was not expecting. I think the answer is going to be pretty unconventional, but it's going to be um, personal development because I've only been really, um, really studying personal development for a couple of years now, like summer 2019 is kind of when I, um, I say I started it. He started worrying about personal development in summer of 2019. Here today in September of 2021, we are two short years away from when he started focusing on personal development. With focus and intention, he already has results. If you will commit to action, results can come quicker than you think. So let's continue on. So I think that was, you know, the the one thing that really moved the needle for me um, in my business and, and my life. And I'm sure we're going to get into it, but it's just personal development and mindset and creating those habits that, you know, really do create the day that you want to live and, you know, which pr produces the results that eventually that you're looking for. The results that you're looking for. I love this right here because you are the only one who is going to focus on yourself. No one else is going to focus on you. I grew up expecting people just to help me in my life. It was when I realized that it wasn't until I took that responsibility for myself that I started really seeing results. People do want to help you. Don't get this twisted. Don't think I'm saying something different. But people want to see you care. People want to see you ask. The other thing is people are lazy. And so if you aren't proactive, people are not going to approach you with what you want. You need to get into it. So 
Let's jump into the book. Next, I asked Greg how he was introduced to the Miracle Morning. Um, I really like to read books, especially personal development, and and come away with it and say, well, what can I do in my life? What can I do tomorrow that's, you know, from the information from this book to really, um, you know, help me create another habit or move my move my life forward? Um, so I read The Miracle Morning the first time. And I was all excited. I was like, yeah, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to do this. And it lasted for maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks. And um, I just had that old mindset of, this isn't for you, you know, sleep in, you're lazy, like all these, this negative talk. And I said, you know, nope, this is not going to happen. I'm going to read the book again. And for whatever reason, the timing was right. It just clicked that second time. And um, I put a lot of uh, systems and processes behind it. And I think that was probably the um, the mitigating factor that helped me succeed the second time and not the first. But um, yeah, great book. It changed my life and I still do it to this day. This is key. Greg tells us that he didn't apply the book until he read it for a second time. I've reiterated this at other points, but it's especially true with personal development books. Sometimes the first pass is not enough. The first read of a book is great for getting an overview, but that second read is sometimes needed to really digest and apply the concepts. Do not hesitate to reread a book, especially if it was a book you found value in. Sometimes that reread could be immediate. I've done this with a number of books, and it is still extremely enlightening. But other times that reread has been a year later. In a book that I valued a lot, I doubled or tripled my takeaways on that second reread. The other thing is, is we talk about taking notes. And I have talked about this at nauseum, but I'm going to let Greg tell you about it right now. I do. Um, so me and my wife were actually in a uh, book club with a, a handful of other real estate investors. And um, first time I've ever been in a book club, it's, uh, you know, virtual because of the, um, you know, the times these days and everybody's all over the country. Um, but yeah, I, I actually take old school notes, you know, handwritten notes that I can barely read because my handwriting is so bad. Um but then when I'm actually doing um, non-book, non-book club books, I will take notes on my computer like uh, Google Keep or something like that just so I can kind of references, reference the highlights and then kind of look back at them and um, just gives me ideas on how I can implement it. Or um, if I do reread the book, I can kind of take notes over it. So um, kind, of, kind of a little bit of both of old school writing down and then also uh, digital. I'm not going to repeat myself here. What Greg said is clear enough, but take notes. If you aren't taking notes when you read personal development books of any sort, you are losing out. Next, me and Greg talked about the book, and I asked him what his big takeaways from the book were. Well, I mean, the first one obviously is waking up early. That's the, um, you know, the the whole point of the book, basically, to get your day going um, before your business day starts to give yourself time to um, you know, reflect and work out and, you know, do some personal stuff. Um, so that one was obviously the one that is moves the needle because that creates all that time. Um, but the other ones, some of them I just mentioned, you know, working out. Um, one thing I always used to do before the Miracle Morning was work out in the afternoons. Well, you know, obviously things come up in the afternoons and it's like, oh, I'm not going to work out today. Um, that was one thing that really frustrated me. So um, when I kind of, when, when I was reading the book and they mentioned working out in the morning, 
at first I was like, oh, that's going to be great because I won't have any excuse to not work out if something does pop up or I need to, you know, go to a client or something. Um, but in my head, my old, you know, my old mindset was, well, I'm not, I'm not great at working out in the morning. Um, but I quickly got over that. Um, so yeah, working out in the morning was one of them. Um, you know, creating a, a breakfast routine cause I was not uh, very, um, I wasn't very eating very healthy at that time. So kind of getting my mind around eating healthier and, you know, supplements and that kind of thing. Um, so those are, you know, those are the two that I really kind of stick to. Um, and then obviously breathing, uh, breathing and meditation, which meditation, I know there's a lot of buzz around meditation. If you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong, honestly, I don't care. I do it my own way. And it's, you know, it's personal uh, development for a reason. It's personal to me. So, you know, whether I'm doing it right or wrong, I don't know. I just do it my style and my way. And that counts for me. So notice what Greg did right here. And so many people do is we check the box and we get it done, but we still question whether we're doing it right. But I love how he caught himself in his own train of thought and said, you know what? I don't care. It's personal. It counts for me. And I think with the miracle morning or with any other thing routine that we're trying to do, we so often sabotage ourselves because we think we're not doing enough. It is so extremely personal. I would argue that whatever you do is right for you. If you're setting a routine, your routine is your routine. Now, don't use that as an excuse to hit the snooze button five times and not get out of bed until 30 minutes after your alarm and say, well, what's right for me is right for me. No, that's not what I'm meaning here. But set your own routine and what works for you in that routine is what you should do. So let's recap briefly what the miracle morning is. And it is these six steps that he uses savers to help you remember. The first one is silence. It's sitting in moments of silence and allowing you to rest. Number two is affirmations. Number three is visualization. It's visualizing your day. Number four is exercise. Number five is reading. Number six is scribing or journaling. In the book, Hal Elrod says that your level of success rarely exceeds your level of personal development. And I think that this is so, so true. And we can only go up to the level of our habits or systems that we've created. So I would encourage you to look at your personal routines, look at your habits, and what you are really doing. Again, this doesn't have to be intimidating. He talks about the six-minute routine, and we can do the six-minute routine too. When we establish these routines, it gets to the point where if we don't do it, it feels like something is missing. Honestly, when I miss a day, because sometimes I do miss a day for um, a client or a podcast or something, and it just uh, it just really throws me off my day when I don't have my, my miracle morning. It's I feel very discombobulated for whatever reason. I would encourage you to be the person that feels weird when they miss a day in their routine. 
Hal Elrod says that every time you choose to do the easy thing instead of the right thing, you are shaping your identity, becoming the type of person who does what's easy rather than what's right. So we want to become the type of people who do the right things and not the easy things. Next, I asked Greg, what advice would he give to the audience? So some good advice that I would give is definitely be uh, be aware. Like you have to be very self-aware of what you're doing, you know, when you're doing it and honestly, like why you're doing it. You know, uh, if you're doing it just because you've done it every day, you know, like brushing your teeth. Yeah, that's probably a good habit. You probably want to maintain that. But if you're, you know, drinking, um, I don't know, like uh, beer every night and you're just doing it because it's there and it's a habit and you don't enjoy it. Um, you know, I would just be self-aware and say, oh, well, is this helping me achieve my, you know, uh, nutritional goals and, and health goals? Um, so be, be very aware of your habits and be very honest with yourself because it's pretty easy to say, well, it's only one beer every night. I'll be fine. And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, for me, if, if you want to hit a goal, you have to kind of look at everything that surrounds that goal and kind of chip away at the things that will help you achieve that goal, even though you might not enjoy it, like, you know, drinking that beer every night. Um, so that would be one thing that I would say. And also just um, educate yourself around habits. Um, and that's by, you know, reading books like The Miracle Morning or um, Atomic Habits is another good book. Um, just, you know, getting yourself out there and listening to podcasts like this around habits and, and reading books just to give yourself ideas on how to, you know, tinker with your, your own habits and see what works for you and, um, you know, how often you want to do things and when you want to do things. Um, so just kind of get creative and tinker and, um, and just educate yourself. That would be um, kind of in a nutshell what I would uh, give as advice to somebody looking to create good habits. Habits are the foundation of everything. I could not agree more with Greg that you need to establish those habits. Read books, look for ways to improve. Next, I asked Greg, what did he find so important about getting up early in the morning and why would he tell others to do that? Waking up early gave me um, just that time in the morning to clear up my schedule like we were talking about and, you know, basically allowing me to solely focus on my workday after a certain time. And for me, it's about nine, sometimes 930 in the morning. Um, but after nine, 930, I don't have to worry about you know, working out or, you know, meditating or all that is done. So I can literally just focus on, you know, uh, being a good realtor, finding deals, investing. Um, so it just frees up that time and really just allows me to focus from 9am to, you know, whenever I decide to stop. Um, you know, I, I did write about it in the book, um, in the chapter of the book, um, that it did double my realtor business with, within about a year or so. Um, and it wasn't like my goal to double my business. I didn't set out to double my business. It was just one of those things kind of like we were talking about is just the compound effect of, oh, wow, I'm having a pretty good year. And then, oh, and at the end of the year, it's, wow, I came pretty close to doubling my last year's uh, commission. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's a miracle, right? That's the miracle morning. Guys, did you hear that? In one year, Greg doubled his results. I just had to jump in and point that out. I'll let him continue now. So yeah, just kind of kicked me into gear with, um, kind of getting over some some things in my head, some negative self-talk about, you know, me being lazy or this program's not going to work for me. Um, I kind of threw that out pretty quickly and just kind of let it go. And um, so, yeah, I really helped my my realtor business. And that obviously fueled my real estate investing business. And it just kind of 
one domino knocking down the other. This is where the rubber hits the road. And this is where the miracle morning is so powerful. He didn't realize until a year later that he got the results that he did. And I think this is so important in so many things, financial and otherwise, as we give up before the results have truly happened. I think that perseverance to stay the course is something that we miss out on so easily, especially in today's world. It's so easy to stop and get distracted by the next thing coming. We talk about, we joke in our family about the idea of squirrel, where the dog is going about, he's sniffing, and there's a squirrel, and he's on to the next thing. And we have that squirrel mentality of not staying committed to anything long enough to actually see results. But Greg, by staying committed, was able to double his results in just one year. And this is where it is a personal finance topic. And this is where I've continued to talk about personal development is because it's super it's super important that we develop the habits and systems that are going to allow us to succeed financially. This miracle morning is going to help us get in better shape. It's going to help us be more organized, complete more things in our to-do list. And that in turn is going to help us because we're going to be more on top of our budget. We're going to be more on top of our spending. We're going to be more on top of our job. And if our job is related to sales or anything that is freelance or something that you're not relying on a salary, that is going to result in more money. The money that you've been trying to make, the extra money that you've wanted, may be right under your nose with a commitment, with recommitting to your habits and your routines. I talked to Greg about this, and we talked about the idea of instant gratification, and I'm going to let him share on this. I think especially, you know, this day and age, everybody wants uh, instant gratification, um, yeah, you're not going to get it with this because it's going to take a while for the results to come. But once they come, maintaining them is easy. And then, you know, all that work that you did, it's it's worth it. Trust me. It's just you're not going to get it. You know, you're not going to lose weight in, in a week just by going to the gym for five days. I think we all know that. So it's it's the long game. But once you get there, it's it's a fun game. The message here is super simple. Just get started, set up a routine and then continue plugging away. Over time, the results will come. I would encourage you to pick this book up. It's a great read uh, for getting motivated and setting a routine. I can tell you that my morning routines have made a huge impact in my life. What my routine looks like has changed from time to time, but I'll tell you what it looks like a little bit right now. Right now, I get up first thing in the morning and I go on a walk typically a mile to two. I listen to podcasts or listen to the Bible, get into the word. I come back home. Sometimes I will do a body weight exercise. Other times I will just go straight to the next step, 
which is getting a glass of water, and I will just drink a full glass of water. I can't tell you how impactful that has been over the last three to four weeks as I've started to do that. Even if you do coffee, I would encourage you to drink this full glass of water before you start your day. A lot of people, and actually Hal recommends it, do this very first. After I do that, I will read my Bible. Right now, I I should be doing some memory verses. I'm not doing that right now, but that has been part of it in the past. I want to get back in journaling, but I'm not doing that right now. But again, I have done that in the past. But right now, that means I'm then going on and I'm working on the podcast and these things surrounding the podcast for a good 20 to 30 minutes every morning. And then I'm able and I get ready for work. And that routine takes me about an hour to an hour and a half right now. But like he said, Hal said in the book, you can do this in six minutes. You don't have to spend a long time doing this. You don't have to create an intense routine. Just create a few things. Another piece of advice I would give you is to move that alarm clock and move that phone. So move the phone out of the room and move the alarm clock away from the bed. This has been huge for us because it forces you to get up to turn that off. That makes you less likely to hit that snooze because the snooze is the thing that's going to stop you from being consistent in your routine. I want to thank Greg so much for joining me today. I had a fun time having this conversation. Uh, We continue this conversation talking about real estate. I'm going to share that part soon. So be looking and listening for that. I asked Greg to tell us a little bit how to contact him and take it away. So if any of your listeners want to get a hold of me, the best way is just to send an email to uh, greg at sevenfigurecapital.com. That's G-R-E-G at sevenfigurecapital.com, all spelled out. Um, And Curtis, I was going to say, if any of your listeners like a free copy of my chapter that we talked about, um, talked about habits and the miracle morning. Um, they can just email me directly at greg at sevenfigurecapital.com and I'll gladly send them over a copy of my chapter of the book and um, help them out any way I can with habits and miracle morning. So again, I want to thank Greg for joining me. Please reach out, a, out to him to get his section of that book at greg at sevenfigurecapital.com. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I have a few really fun things coming up. I am going to be starting a series called Definitions where we talk about different personal finance words and the definitions and what they mean. It's really fun. I brought some people on to have those discussions with me. So we're going to be doing that over the next few weeks. So be looking forward to that. Also, I have started an email list. So if you go to digest.delveintomoney.com, you can subscribe for my email list starting at the end of October and through the whole month of November. We're going to be releasing some fun episodes with me and my wife where we expand on the five-part framework that we have put together and we will actually be releasing a product that you will be able to buy. So if you join my email list at digest.delveintomoney.com, 
you can get access to those early and for reduced price, you can get a discount code. So I would encourage you to go do that right now. All of this stuff will be in the show notes, but please, please, please subscribe and review this podcast. Again, like I asked at the first, it really helps. It really helps spread it. Share it with someone that you think should read this book. So I've wasted enough time here. Without further ado, healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Intentional decisions this week lead to a healthy financial future. Start today and we will see you next week, fam.